DJ Nails rocking with us. We got Jeremiah like the Bible rocking with us. And we got y'all rocking with us. By the way, today is National Weed Appreciation Day. So I guess y'all is, you know, (laughs) rocking with us in spirit. In spirit. Snoop and Wiz and Cheech and Chong and all, all 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 the smokers. Okay? All the smokers. So... That being said, uh, shout out to everybody who is listening to us while you are in your car smoking before you go into work because you need to be fully chill to deal with the stress of your coworkers. We all see the NBA you. players. All, shout out to all the NBA players. We see you. We see you. We see you. All right, now let's get into it. Let's get started. We got some Black Year news for the people. What is it? Uh, yeah, first story we're going to talk about the big story everybody's talking about Donald Trump <laughs> planning to use his mugshot to raise funds. Plus, we'll talk about a judge in that young thug YSL uh, trial. A juror got in trouble, but wait till we tell you why. Mm, mm, mm. Also, got to head into the group chat. Okay, chatters. Do y'all know that Bill Gates' daughter? Got a boyfriend. You're probably like, why do we care about Bill Gates, Bill Gates' daughter's boyfriend? Trust me, my my people, get it? My people, y'all gonna care. Y'all gonna care. That's all I'm gonna say. You gotta stick around to hear what else I got to say about it, all right? Because Twitter, specifically Black Twitter, is in a frenzy. They're in a frenzy. It's a frenzical situation. So stay connected with us 24-7 on socials at Seal Said It, and you can see some pictures of him. Also, give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn and get into this thing. It's the Amanda Seal Show. why but i felt like starting this break with good golly miss molly and i had to stop myself because <laughs> i don't even know where that came from but yo what's up y'all it's amanda seals here this is the amanda seals show uh, a lot going on in the world a lot going on in the world but i mean it means france is like on complete fire by the way like france is on fire but it looks like we we're gonna have our own situation that we got to pay attention to uh and i'm not even talking about tennessee yet what is happening <laughs> we got mr trump who wants to have like a whole situation. They told him that he could have like a real covert little hang and go to the cops and, and go home. And he said, no, I want it bigger. So what has he got planned? <laughs> this man, we knew it was coming though. This man plans on using his mugshot to make money, to raise funds for his presidential campaign. And mind you, he already has about a hundred million dollars in his chest for his 2024 presidential campaign. And it's being said that, you know, the people close to him, they know that he knows that his mugshot will be, quote unquote, the most popular mugshot in the world after this. Yeah, he said he wants to put him on shirts and raise some money for it. No. No. Okay. No. <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying it's not going to be popular because, I mean, he's popular. That's how he raised all this money because he got people just giving him money. And by the way, like, y'all some, mm, 
there's a sucker born every day in America. <laughs> they they may have repealed Roe v. Wade just to make more suckers because they out here giving money to this man. But I want to talk to y'all about the mugshots that he is going to be up against when he's saying that he's going to have the most famous mugshot in the history of the world. So let's run it down. Jeremiah, name this first mugshot. I mean, you got Frank Sinatra. That's a very iconic mugshot, you know, people reference and know about. People literally have this mugshot on like giant posters <laughs> in their apartments. Like I remember in college, people having this mugshot like on mm. their walls to look at. I'm not sure like what it was really representing, but it was like, look, this white man went to jail and he can also sing. I mean, you also have white women like <laughs> Lindsay Lohan, who had a whole like run in Y'all. the early 2000s. Like she was getting the mugshots back to back. She was collecting them like... <laughs> Like Infinity Stones. (laughs) Lindsay Lohan was also drunk in all of her mugshots because it was for DUIs. So she always had like a real like look about her that said, are we doing a mugshot? (laughs) I thought we were doing like shot, shot. (laughs) And then there's also just the reality that the white girls really be doing a photo shoot for the mugshots. Here sitting. Yes. Somebody gave them a brush. Somebody <laughs> gave them a brush. You know who did not get a brush before their mugshot? Who? The Godfather of Soul, James Brown. Do y'all remember this mugshot? It. I That's don't remember what he got arrested for. <laughs> That's when we had listen, the little burn with the swoop. Madam C.J. Walker was up there like, <laughs> yeah, Madam C.J. Walker was like, how do you do this to me? How can oh, you do man. this? I mean, I'm really just fascinated by, you know, 50 Cent's 1994 mugshot where he surprisingly like teleported to 1955 in Alabama. (laughs) I'm just like, Mr. Jackson. No, it really, it really does look like vintage Mississippi-ish. Like Freedom Riders. Chain gang. Yeah. Yeah. Life, life, (laughs) life, life. So Donald Trump definitely has some stiff competition when it comes to like the mugshots. Well, then he's also just not attractive, like in any shape, way or form. He looks like a piece of pizza with the cheese (laughs) off of it. And remember, Jeremy Meeks was the white man. Well, we didn't know what he was at the time. We were like, is this man mixed? Look at these cheekbones. These are very West African cheekbones. He had the blue eyes. He had the hard jaw. And when he got out, he got a modeling contract. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And now he's. You remember that? Because now he's married to like this woman who is the uh, the. Hearst, she's the heiress to the Hearst dynasty. So it's safe to say that Jeremy had the biggest come up off the mugshot. Fair. But <laughs> if he's going to talk about the most famous mugshot of all time, I think that there's one mugshot that he just can't pass. Who's that? It's a tie for me between Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King Jr. Mm. Dr. King. Ain't no more competition. <laughs> it's done. It's done. Let us from Birmingham jail. What are we doing? So I'm very curious to see what his mugshot looks like. And I know that we're going to be seeing a lot of appearances of it in Walmart. So just get ready. (laughs) (laughs) Just get ready. Coming up next, uh, speaking of arraignments and and mugshots and whatnot, we're going to take it to the court. Judge in the Young Thug trial. Listen, this ain't even about Young Thug. He sent a juror to jail, so he's just warming up. <laughs> sent a juror to jail, and I'm going to tell you why for how long we get back right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.
We're here at the Amanda Seal Show. Hope everybody's enjoying their day so far, and I hope we're making your day better. I'm your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals, joined here by Jeremiah Like the Bible and DJ Nails. DJ Nails, please, let's keep this black here at news going and let the people know what's going on in Atlanta. Yeah, down in Atlanta, uh, Junk Thugs YSL trial. Well, there was a juror, a potential juror, who was actually caught recording this stuff on her cell phone, and the judge sentenced her to three days behind bars because he told her, don't be doing this. He told all of them in the whole opening, don't do this. And she did it anyway. They even thought she initially went live, but she said she just recorded a video real quick and then deleted it real quick. But that wasn't enough for the judge. Listen to this. I tell it multiple times for multiple reasons. And you decide you're going to do what you wanted to do. It's not pull out your phone and, what I wanted to do. I just, well, you pulled out your phone and videotaped our proceedings, and that was in direct violation of this court's order. So I'm going to sentence you to three days in, in jail, and that will otherwise satisfy your contempt. <gasps> no Y'all. Doing what you want to do. Orange is the new black. <laughs> what was it all for? Like, this is my thing. Do y'all remember when the person was being crazy in the, there was another situation like similar to this where it mm. wasn't that they were taping in court, but they were doing something and the judge made them write a paper. And yeah. by the way, people were like, put me to jail, send me to jail. I ain't writing no paper, send me to jail. And I was like, you see that right there is an indicator of why we have not overcome. That being said, <laughs> she was let away in handcuffs. <laughs> like, she was let away in handcuffs. And my question to y'all is, what's the reason why put yourself in this situation? I honestly don't know. Cause I've only been to court once and it was for traffic court and I was too scared to even sneeze. The bailiff came out was like, hands down, no question. I was like, oh, 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 oh. So the fact Where was that, this? Where was this? This was in LA, like this is LA County. So in the South, it's a little bit different. You know, it got a little Southern draw. So makes you even more scared. You're like, let me, let me sit down. Let me sit up straight. So videotaping, also, as a jury member videotaping a, a court case, it just seems like crazy. Like the consequences seem to outweigh the actual benefit. Like, would she go get some followers on TikTok? I don't know. That's exactly why she did it. I feel like she did it so she can get some likes and comments on her social mm-hmm. media. She wants to see her video reposted on all the blogs on IG so she can say, that's that's mine. That's mine. <laughs> Listen, we have fought for the right to be a part of juries. Okay. There was quite a long time where juries only consisted of white people of only mm. white men by the way women could only like be a part of jury selection in like the 70s like it's like very recent really? i think or maybe like 68 but it's like the other day so now y'all want to act a fool and be up in here <laughs> taking videos and for the record she wasn't even in the actual trial like she hadn't even made it i just don't y'all be shooting your load too early like you're not there yet always no your spot, know your place, know when to hold them, know when to fold them. And I know we don't have flip phones anymore. So maybe that's why y'all don't know how to fold your phone. But I just would really like to ask y'all to just put your phones away. Here's some other situations to put your phone away. On a date, put your phone upside down on the table. Put your phone away. Another time to put your phone away. In the hospital, when you're with somebody who's in the hospital. Okay. Okay? 
Like when you're there with somebody and they are like in a situation, you know, attentiveness. Because you know, folks let us take a picture of a hospital bay to let you know they was in the hospital. Yeah, they in the hospital. Um, I did that because I was in the hospital and none of my so-called friends would show up. And so I literally took a picture of my hospital band and posted on Facebook. And my homegirl was in France at the time and was like, girl, are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm about to get a spinal tap and nobody's here. She sent it to her man. Her man was sitting next to my homeboy at the club. And he was like, yo, Amanda's in the hospital. And he was like, what hospital? And he told him, he was like, yo, I'm gonna go chill. I'm gonna go chill. I'm gonna go get her. And he came uptown to 168th Street and held my hand while I got my spinal tap. Shout out to Thomas. All right. So ever so often, <laughs> it's necessary. All right. But this was not one of those times. What do y'all think? You think the three days in jail is a bit too much? You think he was trying to throw the book at her? Maybe he was Naomi Campbell and he threw her phone at her. Hit me up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. 1-855-AMANDA-8. Now... When we get back, that was it for Black Heard News. We got to get in the group chat because pictures of Bill Gates' daughter, Phoebe, and her black boyfriend have hit the Twitters, and we need to discuss. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Talk to me, baby. Pulling out my phone. Talk to me, baby. Pulling out Talk to me, baby. Call me anytime. Hit those phones now. 24-7. Make sure you call us up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's group chat on the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back, y'all. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Amanda Seals here with y'all. Hoping you're having a... Good time listening to the show. We're bringing you some laughs and facts and all that good stuff. Uh, we got to get into the group chat real quick and talk about Bill Gates's daughter, Phoebe, and her booski. Okay, now first I have to ask y'all, have you seen Bill Gates's daughter, Phoebe, and her man? I've only no. seen a photo, and it's giving very much Randall Pearson from This Is Us. So that's all I kind of have. <laughs> I, I, I didn't yes. even know anything about him. I didn't know anything about him until you mentioned him to me. Well, when I when it when it came across my desk, I he said, I'm going to need to rabbit hole this because I want to know what kind of brother this is. Right. Because mm-hmm. we've learned from the Clarence Thomases and the Terry oh. Cruises and the Larry Elders is, you know, not all the brothers is brothers. Right. 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 So I said, let me let me do it. Let me let me put on my Instagram forensic specialist hat and get down and dirty with this. Okay, And I'm here to tell y'all my findings. And I don't know if you all agree. So please hit me up. One eight five five Amanda A. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. But my findings reveal that. This is a Negro. This is a Negro. Yep. (laughs) This is a full-time Negro, okay? Now, I'm not going to say he doesn't have pictures where he's the only Negro there because, listen, he went to Stanford. We all know Stanford is a school that is basically an Ivy League up in the Northern Cali area, and it's very prestigious, right? So it's not surprising to me that he would be in some rooms where he's the only Black guy uh, because those schools are predominantly white institutions. Yep. That said, that man got a black mama, he got a black daddy, and they looking <laughs> real black, black. Okay. They the pictures look like there is a peach cobbler just out of the frame. You know what I mean? Yeah. The pictures feel they feel lactose intolerant. <laughs> the pictures feel lactose intolerant. I mean, he got a picture right here with his pick in his head. So that was the one. 
Jeremiah, that was the one that took me. Oh, I said, oh, the man got a pick in his hair with oh, the chick, though. You understand? That's what y'all got to understand. It's not like he's like, oh, this is how I act when I'm with my boys. No. And he got a full on flat top. Yeah. Recently. Damn. Like a Gumby. <laughs> yes. Damn. This is a man who is saying the n-word when he raps the songs okay yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah so i just want to shout out that brother i want to shout him out i want to shout him out and not because i'm like oh yay interracial relationship or that's not what i'm trying to say i'm more so just trying to say i know that it could probably be so difficult i i, I know this because i've been in these situations when you are surrounded by all of that to really stay in your blackness, right? Intentionally. <laughs> Stand down, okay? <laughs> and it is clear, very clear, that he has not shaken. He's in pictures with his boys, and you can tell, these is his boys, okay? These is his boys, they right? they to shake up the Gates family reunion. They are going to shake up the Gates family. Oh, you said they're about to? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They about, listen... <laughs> They about to electric slide up in there. They gonna do the what are some Yo. dances that you young people do? The jerk. What wow, the jerk. That really <laughs> I mean, like Uzi on, in Jersey, they be twisting their hips a lot. You okay. Know? Little Uzi Bird. Twisting their hips and shaking and gyrating and things like that. I just want to rock. It's going down. <laughs> it's going down. Wow. I was very. I was just like, you know what? This is a beautiful thing. And the people in the comments were also like, brother, you got one job." Impregnate. <laughs> <laughs> don't back out of the park. Don't pull so, out of the know. driveway. <laughs> <laughs> so just to give you some facts, his name is Robert Ross. He is a two-time Stanford University computer science graduate. He served as class president for three years. He's also the co-founder of an AI tool called Lume, which helps engineering teams build and maintain custom data integrations with no code. <laughs> Let's be real. Right. Your man was going to be a millionaire billionaire without the gates. <laughs> without it. This is not a, oh, I married Oprah situation, okay? <laughs> this ain't that. This ain't that. Hit me up if you got any thoughts on this. one 855 1-855-262-6328. Have you ever been in a relationship where you were like, I'm coming up? You know, like, I'm about to, I, I came up. I came up. Even though you know you good. You know what I'm saying? You good. But have you ever been in a relationship where you were looking at the other person like, uh, hit money me bag, up. Money bag, money bag. Money bag, money bag. Now, coming up next, phones are hot on the group chat from yesterday. So, we're going to get into it. Marriage is not the end goal, it's the starting point. We're going to get your comments on the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. Yo, let's go over here to the phone lines 855 262 6328. 855 Amanda 8. In group chat, the topic was marriage is not the end goal. It's the starting point. Basically, the IG post was saying that people make such a big deal about the wedding, but they don't have a plan for when the wedding is over. So 855 Amanda 8. Let's go to the phones. Um, as a person who's currently married and happily married for the last eight years, I just want to say I wholeheartedly agree with him. Marriage is definitely um, the starting point and not the end goal. And the goal is really until death do its part. Um, you never stop learning, never stop uh, growing. And I definitely think that marriage counseling is necessary. Matter of fact, my pastor, he would not even marry us without counseling. So um, I think that should be like mandatory for people going into marriages. 
So, yeah, definitely agree. And that was a, a, a great topic. She said you never stop growing. You never stop. Oh. what? She said never stop growing and never stop. What was it? Counseling? Knowing. Oh, <laughs> well, the counseling part was really what hit me because yeah. it was like for the pastor to say straight up, you need to go to counseling first and not say as long as you have Jesus, y'all will be all right. I appreciate that. Right, I appreciate right. that. I mean, a lot of churches usually have that rule. Like if they're going to marry, if a church is going to marry a couple, they have to have like that church's counseling. Now, how no, 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 is, but see, and know. I see, but see, and that's the thing. I'm like, I, right. I don't know that it should be with the church. <laughs> you need some the separate. counseling. Yeah. Like <laughs> independent counsel. Um, mm. Because I also feel like this idea of like, as long as you got Jesus, you're going to be all right. Jesus wasn't even married. Facts. He was a bachelor. He went to a wedding one time now. He did. And got it turned. What are Listen to y'all. Listen Turn to y'all. Turn We ain't got no liquor. Hey, Jesus, can you turn this into wine real quick? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I'm going there right quick and made that happen for you. So, listen, I think she's right. I agree with her as somebody who is not married, but who is in a long relationship with the intention of not breaking up. And it's... in counseling. Yes. We did go to counseling. Okay. We did go to counseling and you know what was actually good is that we went to counseling. And so now we had the tools of counseling and we're actually able to like work with each other to continue the the lessons that we learned in counseling. We have like workbooks and we like take a night out of every week to do the okay, workbook. workbook because uh, being black and in love is effortful, effortful. <laughs> and sometimes you'd be like, I hate that we have to do this. And you're like, the ancestors are like, we do too, baby. We do too. <laughs> It's what it is. It's what it is. I mean, Jeremiah, have you ever had to go to any type of counseling with somebody? Like, have you ever? No, but I probably needed to, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> have I ever done it? No, but I think I definitely need to. What about you, Nails? Nah, not at all. <laughs> all right, now. Well, I'm going to pray for that for y'all. Because you know you really love somebody when you will go talk to somebody else about what y'all doing. Go talk to the lady. <laughs> go talk to the lady. <laughs> <laughs> well, coming up next, uh, we want to hear more calls from you about that. So if you want to hit us up, make sure to give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. 1-855-AMANDA-8. Is marriage the beginning or is the marriage the goal? Hit me up. We got Minneapolis on the on the way. We're going to talk about Minneapolis. Agreed to a deal with the state to revamp their uh, policing post-George Floyd. I know it's been a couple of years. Been a couple years, but look like they they might finally figure it out. We also got the big up let down coming up in the next hour. So don't go anywhere. See Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No, we shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world on this We shine. the second hour of the show we got some some good stuff for you this hour we're gonna talk about a lot of a lot of things and uh we got a lot of folks on the on the mic to talk about it's me we got jeremiah like the bible we got uh dj nails the full house all right yes let's get into some black hair red news black hair red news one of our stories we're going to talk about minneapolis three years after george floyd's murder they actually made a deal with the state to revamp 
their police department. And also DeMar Hamlin. You remember seeing him? Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin? Well, he linked up with lawmakers in the United States to make some changes. I'll tell you what those changes are this hour, too. Crazy what a heart attack will do for you out the field. Crazy what it will do. All right, now we got the big up let down for you as well. So look out for that this hour. Big up, big up. Let down. And both our big ups and let downs are related to the NCAA Women's Championship game. Yeah, because there's still stuff to talk about it. And I watched the highlights of it, y'all. That dog was balling! I'm, I'm about to be a WNBA. I'm about to get into the WNBA. I'm about to get into it. I mean, I, wow. I must say, I I was a member of the 2018 NBA All-Star Game. So it's in me, you know, it's in me. I, I played under the great Sue Bird as my coach, alongside uh, Ray Allen, as well as one of the greatest ballers of all time, Quavo Huncho. So <laughs> it was only a matter of time. So I'm, I'm about to get into the WNBA. The NCAA Finals just put me over the edge. This, the girls is balling, y'all. The girls is balling. We got to talk about it. We got to talk about it. And you know what? If you don't want to miss everything we're talking about, then you should listen to our show because it's a daily podcast wherever you get your podcast. You can also listen to my other podcast, Small Doses, wherever you get your podcast. This week, the topic was side effects of therapy. You can also watch Small Doses on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. All right, let's get into the, some music. And when we come back, we'll get into some Blackberry news. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. show i'm amanda seals show you right all right let's get into some let's get into some black news for the people what do we got to update them on yeah, the minneapolis, I think, yes. yeah minneapolis we're gonna go over here to minnesota eh? uh the minneapolis city council on friday <laughs> they approved an agreement with the state to revamp their policing and this happens three years after the george floyd murder right and this came out because of a report that was a blistering report from the Minnesota Department of Human Rights. But what are these like changes that they're making, Amanda? I mean, if you're like me, I read this and was like, oh, wow. So they're, they've identified the problems and these are the things they're going to do. <laughs> and then that was not the case. It was just like, hey, we read this report. We was wilding. So we promise to do some things about the wiling. It's giving, if you work in corporate America, like meetings about meetings about work. <laughs> or it's like, we're not really going to work on it. We're going to talk about working on it and the things we need to do to start working on it, but never actually work on it. It's like a filibuster. Yeah. You know, it's just like, we're just biding, biding our time. This is also like, uh, was it reparations? Bingo. Yeah, we got those. At least. The reparations conversations, they put together, they put together the committees and, you know, it's like in good faith that when the committees come back with their results, that there will be actions aligned with the results. And we haven't seen anyone yet be like, you know what, committee? Thank you for that. Here's what we're going to do. No, they're just like, great job, committee. Which Literally. is actually what these DEI positions be like as well. Like, I know a lot of folks that be in these DEI positions and DEI's cap. That's a whole other. Don't get me started, Amanda Seals. <laughs> I, 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 on this Tuesday morning. <laughs> DEI, DEI is cap. Because at the end of the day, if you need DEI, then Hello. you're already <laughs> in a problem place. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red flag. 
Um, but this is also interesting how they called it like post George Floyd policing. That is weird. I'm like, are we now in a time where like that's like the new ADBC um, for <laughs> where we are in, on earth, like post George Floyd, also because George Floyd was murdered three years ago at this point? You know, I feel like they'll find anything to like just put a, a, a flag. Marker. Yeah. But I want to see a flag when we are post the revamping actions. <laughs> this was the policing before. This is what we're doing now. And basically they have, they're just basically admitting like, oh yeah, we did. We, we didn't do a good job. So we're, we understand that they are going to have to apparently do a lot of work to change the way that they are arresting the way that they are doing uh, stops and traffic stops, the processes that they're putting, uh, you know, criminals through, et cetera. So we'll see what happens and I will make sure to keep you all abreast. Okay. <laughs> if you have any folks out there listening from Minneapolis, hit us up. Do you agree that their police department is dysfunctional? I mean, was Derek Chauvin just kind of that one bad apple? Because, you know, they love to say that. That was just one guy. Right. You know, and the other two guys, that was just three guys. So <laughs> it's not the way it is, you know. Hit me up. Hit me up. one eight five five manda 8 Because I love hearing from the people who are actually there. You know what I'm saying? And not just reading the news. Because we all know the news. Be on some phony. Baloney. <laughs> One eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Coming up, Demar Hamlin got up off the field. He's back in the. Well, I don't know. He's not back in the game because they're they're in postseason right now. Right. They're post George Floyd post postseason. Uh, <laughs> but you know he had that incredibly frightening um, episode where he lost consciousness and, and and stopped breathing on the field and he is now visiting Congress to help launch an emergency cardiac response bill. We're going to get into it when we get back to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Remember to follow me on Instagram at Amanda Seals. We got this, uh, another story we got here for Black Hearing News. This is a good story. I love when we have some good news. Yeah, uh, this one's on Damar Hamlin, who's actually like up and moving around doing his thing with, you know, a life threatening situation will actually wake you up to make some changes in your life and make mm -hmm. change in the world. And that's what he's doing with these lawmakers. He actually went and linked with lawmakers, got a bipartisan bill uh, uh, passed, and it was the access to AEDs, which is basically um, it's the automated external defibrillator where I'm surprised that this machine was not available to a lot of schools across the country. Listen to this. Today we are so humbled and inspired by what I feel is an opportunity that God has given me to, to help and protect young people based on what I experienced. So here are some facts that I feel that need to matter to all of us. Sudden cardiac arrest happens to more than 7,000 kids under the age of 18 every year in our country. For schools that have AEDs, the survival rate for the children from sudden cardiac arrest is seven times higher. The Access to AEDs Act will help ensure that schools are just as prepared and trained to respond in a time of crisis as those on the sideline of an NFL game. I think the key thing there he said was like having training too, because there's been situations where like schools have had the machine, but no one knew how to use it. So it's kind of like you're in a situation where a kid is in an emergency and everyone's like, what do we do now? We have the tools, but no training, which also was like a, a, a sad situation. Also, what other things don't schools have that they need if they don't have this this life-saving device and they have like all these sports teams, kids are getting hurt in the field all the time, especially like contact sports, what else are they missing? 
Well, they, they're trying to put the guns in the schools, but they don't got defibrillators. Listen. Ain't that something? Listen, Linda. <laughs> this is how Joan Rivers died. Joan Rivers died because she got her, uh, she had a vocal cord procedure at a surgery center that did not have a defibrillator. And so she ended up just randomly losing consciousness uh, on, the, on the table and they couldn't bring her back. So oh, I had the same procedure done. done. And the first question I asked was, not only do y'all have a defibrillator, how many? <laughs> How many do you have? Because I don't want somebody yeah. in the next room and they're like, Beep! and they're like, dang, Amanda, we can't because shorty in room one, they was using it. So we had to just let Amanda go. And let oh, Amanda Lord. go. Nah, dang. Well, <laughs> well, I just, it's really dope to see Damar uh, up and running and, and, and so to speak. And, uh, <laughs> and, and really putting this, uh, terrible experience into the most positive light possible yes. and using his visibility to really like change things for other people. You know, for a lot of football players, they just don't, they don't have a scenario that this, this, this serious happened that puts them in this type of, that puts them in this type of positioning. So glad to see that he's doing a lot with that. All right. When we get back, speaking of athletes, NCAA just wrapped up and we talked about this yesterday, just about like what people were saying around, Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Found Angel Reese and how they were reacting to uh, her, her doing the You Can't See Me with Caitlin Clark. But we got somebody who felt like they need to put their mouth in. And I just wanted to give a big up to everybody who was like... Check yourself because you have wrecked yourself, sir. So we're going to get back right here to the Amanda Seal Show to fill you in on that. The Big Up Let Down is here when we get back at the Amanda Seal Show. I just said that twice. I'm sorry. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the Big Up Let Down on the Amanda Seal Show. Big Up, Big Up, Let Down. Big Up, Big Up, Let Down. Tuesday, and this is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Nails. That is Jeremiah Like the Bible, and that is Amanda Seals. It's time for the Big Up Let Down. Amanda about to chime in on these NCAA uh, reactions. Who you got for the Big Up today? Well, we're actually not going to start with the Big Up. We're going to start with the Let Down. So our Let Down goes to Let Down Keith Oberman. So y'all know political journalist Keith Oberman. He's a sports guy as well and has many times been considered a liberal right has many times been considered like the white guy who came from the right and like started to see just the ways America was going wrong and really being like loud about it well he was more loud than he ever should have been about our girl Angel Reese and LSU so we know that at the end of the game she taunted Caitlin Clark who was on Iowa by doing the you can't see me ham gesture and by pointing to her finger like we got the ring we got the ring right Keith right. Oberman thought it would be a great idea to tweet what a effing idiot <laughs> Something I just want to contextualize for everybody is that this is a young woman who is 20 years old and she's in the biggest game of her life. Like right. she's not in the NBA. She's not a grown ass person who is just like acting a mess. Like this is this is who we're dealing with. And I just think it was very tasteless for him to not only say that but to say it in a public forum. And it reminds us that we always have to keep our eye open for these allies. Now, the co-conspirators, they don't never mess up. That's why they get to come to the barbecue. But the allies, 
Baby, one foot in, one foot out. One foot in, one foot out. Because he just really didn't need to say anything. And of course, he then adds, like, I apologize for being uninformed about the backstory on this. I don't follow hoops, college or pro, men or women. I had no idea about Clark. Both were wrong. Cut it out. (laughs) Cut it out. So that's not an apology. You just absolved yourself because ultimately you shouldn't have been calling any woman, anybody, an effing idiot. Now, it's time for the big up, big up. The big up is everybody who supported Angel Reese (laughs) in response to Keith Oberman. And this is my favorite part, because when it's time to to turn up, the black Twitters know how to turn up. They do. But it's even better when it's the icons that take to black Twitter to say, ah, 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 let's start with Shaq. Shut your dumb a up and leave Angel Reese alone. Samuel L. Jackson. (laughs) Samuel L. Jackson. He added, thanks for reminding us what little D energy actually is. Keith. (laughs) H.B. <laughs> Rainey, Rainey Oval. What's worse, though, a 20 year old taunting a 21 year old during a game of basketball or a 64 year old man calling a 20 year old an effing idiot over a basketball game? Geno Smith disrespecting that young lady is wild. I got little sisters I don't play about. No apology will be accepted. Listen, he was about to ride on Keith Oakman. They about to ride. All right. And look, one thing I really appreciated about this was it was all men in these examples that I gave you. Of course, there was a number of other people, but we talk so often about specifically as black women wanting black men to come to our defense, not just physically, verbally, emotionally, all the above. And to see them do this with the platforms that they have in defense of this sister was incredible and I know it made her feel great because I know it made me feel great and that is today's right here at the Amanda Seals show what's good with y'all let me know 1-855-AMANDA-8 that's 1-855-262-6328 we got more of the Amanda Seals show next keep it right here the Amanda Seals show we up we up we up the phone lines always open any time of the day 855-AMANDA-8 855-262-6328 let's get into the group chat all right because yesterday for it was actually for our couples yesterday. The topic was marriage is not the end goal. It's actually the starting point. What are your thoughts on this right here? 855-262-6328. Hey, Amanda. So I do think that the marriage is a starting point. I am married and just newly married only for three months. However, me and my husband, we had the conversation about what we expected our life to look like after marriage. Like we have those hard conversations, those financial conversations, the conversations about children, you know, where we plan on being, living, career-wise, all of those things. And I do think that a lot of the times people glamorize marriage. And like you said, it they think it ends there. Like, okay, we had this fairy tale wedding and that's it. Like, you know, and then it ends. But it's work. It's consistent. It's going to constantly change because, of course, we're going to change. We're going to evolve, right? So, yes, marriage is definitely the start, not the end of your relationship with your partner. I love that they're having these conversations. You got to. Yeah, because it's, it's, a, it's a doozy out here. 
Yeah, right now. Hit us up. <laughs> 1855-AMANDA-8. That's 1855-262-6328. Tell me about any uh, difficult conversations you're having with your partner that you feel like have really benefited your relationship. Because I think there's definitely like conversations that people think are inappropriate or that aren't right. And it's like, no, somebody gave you the wrong information. Not like, even getting married. I'm telling you, especially <laughs> if you're a woman, like there's conversations people think, oh, you shouldn't be saying, you shouldn't bring that up. You shouldn't have that combo. And if, if you're married to me, I'm like, we got to have all the combos. Every single conversation. So hit us up, 1-855-262-6328. And remember, we're here. Our phone lines are open 24-7 so that you can comment on all the convos. All right. Now, our big up letdown was actually uh, we gave a letdown to Keith Olbermann. And there were like definitely like some dope black folks that came to the aid of Angel Reese from LSU. But I left out somebody. So when we get back, I got to tell y'all, I got to tell y'all the one person I left out who came for for Keith Olbermann. And it is a telltale. Like if this person came to her support, wow, you really done messed up. Keep it like right here to the Amanda Seals Show. When we get back, we're also going to talk about a bill that would give parents state funds to pay for private schools. It's moving to the Senate for a vote, and basically, it's segregation. I'll explain why. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Y'all good out there? I hope you are, because we are good in here. I must say that it is really toasty in this room, and I turned off the, the heat a long time ago, and it's still, like, super toasty, and it's all, it's borderline hot. <laughs> it's borderline hot. So I may have to turn the fan on, which is a good sign, because that means that it's finally about to be spring for real. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. Welcome back. Shout out to Jeremiah like the Bible and DJ Nails joining me. Before we get into the Black Hero News for this hour, I just wanted to give you all a heads up. So... You know, Angel Reese, for our big up let down, Angel Reese of LSU, she was like getting, she was getting taunted for taunting Caitlin Clark of Iowa with the, you know, oh, you can't see me and and pointing to her ring finger. And Keith Oberman came out and said, what an effing idiot. And the, the black Twitters came for her. So our big up went to the folks who came to her support that are like icons. So we have like Samuel L. Jackson, you know, Shaq, but this person is not an icon, but they are an absolute coon every day of their life. Okay. That's a concern. It's inappropriate and classless to call Angel Reese a piece of poop and an effing idiot. It's a lie to pretend that Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese did the exact same thing. Also, 2.5 million people watched Louisville, Iowa game. Maybe 10 million watched yesterday. Now, he did not come completely to her support, but Jason Whitlock, who we know is oh. always the first on the how can I take a black woman down train? He'd be like, for him to even exercise a level of objectivity was bonkers to me. And I think the only reason he did is because he knows that. Angel Reese is from Baltimore and she is at least six feet tall and she will mollywop him. Me. <laughs> That's my theory. That's my theory. But I just thought it was wild because it's like, if, if you had that man coming to a black woman's defense and you must have really said something, you must have really said something. Okay. And he didn't like hold her down. He didn't have her back all the way, but he, he, he felt the knee. He he t- he, yeah. Bit. He rubbed it a little bit. Like, mm, mm. all right. So let's get into some black here news. All right, coming up this hour, we're going to talk about this bill that will give parents state funds to pay for private schools. It's moving to the uh, full Senate for a vote. And we'll talk about Ron DeSantis. Speaking of politicians down there in Florida, he just quietly legalized something at the wrong time. Honestly, I don't know if there's ever a right time for what he legalized. 
Uh, also, want to talk about therapy. The latest episode of my small, of my podcast, Small Doses, is side effects of therapy. I don't know if y'all know this, but Jeremiah, like the Bible, produces Small Doses podcast with me on the video side, and uh, we both really had a great time. Like learning from that episode. So I want to talk about some stuff that we learned from that episode, because of course sharing is caring. Okay. That's what it is. That's what it is. Keep it like right here to the Amanda Seal show. Give us a call. one 855 Amanda eight. That's one 855 Let's get into black hair news. When we get back, y'all, you want to hear, you're going to want to hear this stuff. So don't go anywhere. the Amanda Seals show. Thank y'all for listening. Remember to tell a friend that if they can't hear the show on their commuter at their office, et cetera, et cetera, they can always check out our podcast wherever they get their podcast. Well, the continued effort to undermine public schools and desegregation is happening in real time. Jeremiah, let us know. So there's this sweeping public education bill that basically would allow families to use taxpayer monies to send their kids to private schools and restrict classroom lessons on, guess what, sexual orientation, mm-hmm. which received approval, initial approval on Tuesday and will now go before the Senate for a full vote. So the Senate Education Committee voted 10 to 2 to advance um, Senate Bill 8. So right now it's, it's headed down to your row, um, Amanda. You talked about you think this could be potential segregation happening here. Yeah, because basically what they're trying to say is that parents will have the choice on where they want to send their kids and that they can use state funds in order to do so. So what that means is that it's no longer a matter of simply who can afford to send their kids to private school. It's a matter of who can get government support to send their kids to private school. Well, we know that the government is currently run significantly by individuals who want to uphold white supremacy and undermine any level of diversity that's taking place. And we know by Betsy DeVos when she was in office with no experience whatsoever but she was put in position she was adamant about undermining public schools and these charter schools and putting forth charter schools etc and that was because with this type of legislation passing and parents being given the opportunity to choose okay i want my kid to go to this school or that school and a government that is upholding white supremacy they will then have the opportunity to determine okay well these kids are going to go to this school because they can afford, we're going to give them the money too, but we're not going to approve these kids getting the money too. Mark my words. They're not going to be approving black kids getting grants to go to private schools. No, but they're going to approve the white kids. And this is how segregation become. This is how like de facto segregation doesn't happen, but it happens by nature of the situation that has been created. So would you say that's like the tricky or like the gray area? Because I'm sure some people are listening like, well, I think it's great that parents get a choice to where they send their kids to school and things like that but not acknowledging that that also gives people or the powers that be the power to decide who those people are that get the chance, whether they have the merit or like the credentials, so to speak, to excel in these like school programs, so to speak. Well, listen, the other, yes, my answer is yes. And the reality is that we see these bills put forth and nine times out of 10, they're presented as if they're coming from a good place. But we also know that it's not (laughs) (laughs) like it's not. So you have to read between the lines and they're saying it's going to give pay raises to teachers and increase funding for classrooms, among other measures. I don't see it. Uh, I see shady business happening and the bill is going to go to the Senate floor for a vote. And um, the re- the reality that they're putting more money to private schools and public schools continues with the conversation around this Republican led government not caring about the people. 
So these are my thoughts. And I would love to be proven wrong, but I don't know. You know how it goes, y'all. I be knowing. <laughs> Is that going to be your uh, slogan when you run for like, you know, president or something? I will never run for president. I rarely, <laughs> I rarely say never, but I can stand on that one. I will never run for president. Seals, 2028. No, nah, I'm good. Just, no. Steal I, the deal. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I'm good. Because I will get assassinated like the day I announce that I'm running. Right. I'm good. All right. Well, coming up next, Ron DeSantis. I like to refer to him as Ron Satan because it feels more apropos to how he shows up in the world. Well, he has decided that legalized carrying concealed weapons without permits makes sense for Florida. Hmm. A place that is already filled with crazy people. We'll talk about it next on The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. Shout out to everybody listening out there. Remember, uh, you can get more Amanda Seals at my Patreon, The Amandaverse. We got all types of dope content at The Amandaverse. We got bonus content there we go. for Small Doses Podcast and everything else that we have on YouTube. We also love to post pics on there that we call Too Hot for Instagram, like uh, a whole pictorial essay on my experience having my kitchen renovated so you get to see the start to the finish and of course we have bts from these events that i go to and we even have a little show called watch with me where i watch tv shows and react to what's going on right now we're doing watch with me for the swv and escape show queens of r&b so go on over to the amandaverse.com pay your five dollars and get you some good old content while supporting a dope artist like myself okay Let's get into this terrible person in Florida and this terrible bill that they signed on the Lowski Woski. Yeah, on the Lowski Woski with Lil Fanfare, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. He just signed legislation on Monday that will allow residents to carry concealed loaded weapons without a permit. And he did it in a non-public event, which which is out of the norm for him because he likes to do pomp and circumstance with everything he signs into law just so he can get some brownie points with Orange Man and then everybody on his base, right? But this non-public event in his office with only bill sponsors and legislative leaders and gun rights advocates, including the NRA, of course, in attendance. And it was a notable departure from, like I said, him who usually tries to hold big splash news organizations type of uh, events when he uh, signed some type of legislation. And this just came one week after six people, including three kids, were killed in Nashville, Tennessee. Just a week. It's not surprising, but it really still is devastating. And for anybody who's living in Florida that doesn't support this, they're just trapped. And I think that what we're, going to, what we're seeing soon is there's going to be an exodus. I really believe there's about to be an exodus of folks leaving where they at to go where they feel like home. Because right now... We're seeing these states take such extreme positions on so many things that there's a lot of folks who just feel like where they're from is no longer home because they don't even belong there. So do you mean exodus domestically or like internationally? Like we're leaving the U.S. state, I mean, United States, or we're leaving like our like Georgia to go to um, North Carolina or wherever you go? I think there's a lot of people that have already done the whole like expatriate expat thing. But I think when it boils down to it, a lot of Americans are still like not willing to leave the country. So, you know, they would just go it's, somewhere it's, else. It's funny you just mentioned that about people not wanting to be in Florida or certain states or whatever. I actually was just talking to a friend of mine who his neighbor got accepted into school at the University of Florida, 
but he's not sending his daughter to the University of Florida because of what Ron DeSantis is doing to universities mm-hmm. in the entire state. So I think in the long run, and when he realized this, hopefully, when he realized, damn, I'm actually kind of like making people not even want to come to Florida to go to school to any of our universities either because of my extreme positions and things I'm signing in the law. Hopefully that does open his eyes and be like, damn, you're hurting our universities as well. Yeah, he doesn't care about that. He doesn't Clearly. care about that. But I, but I, but you from Florida, so you like keep. Let me keep my hope, Amanda. Let me keep my yeah, hope yeah, alive. Let me like do Yeah, you're like Amanda. Don't, don't rain on my parade. Don't rain on my Disney midday afternoon parade. So where we have like the folks in Tennessee raising their voices and really like doing their due diligence as the students are doing to to fight against the AR-15 continuing to not be banned. Mm-hmm. You see this fool over in Florida saying, "No, no, no, no let's make it easier." Let's yep. make it easier. It's really, honestly, some. It's the empire. I feel like it's Senator Palpatine. Like this is some real, like supervillain mess. Let me know your thoughts. One eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. That's it for Black Ear News. Coming back, we're gonna talk a little bit about therapy right here on the Small Doses episode that we just did here at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. We up. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. It's the Amanda Seal Show, your favorite place for laughs and facts. And we got to live, laugh, and learn right here. And we are up, we are up, we are up. I'm Amanda Seals. And, um... So my podcast, Small Doses, is weekly. You can check it out every new episodes, every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcast. You can watch new episodes every Thursday on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV. This week, our episode was Side Effects of Therapy with Dr. Raquel Martin, PhD. She is a psychiatrist. And uh, I really was impressed by how much people learned from the episode. So Jeremiah... Mm-hmm. Produces the video aspect of the episode of the uh, small doses podcast with me. And I want to know if there was anything from that episode that you took away that you hadn't really like considered. Well, something I thought about that Dr. Martin said was that we all have like these different tools that we need outside of therapy. So depending on your schedule, you might have a therapist that you see once a week or biweekly. But in between, you still got to like stay sane and keep keep your head above water. So the things you do, like whether that be coloring, going to church, um, Mm, jogging, exercising. For me, I I took a pottery class. Like, you know, that was like my mental health thing that I did this past month. How was it? It was really great, actually. I'm going to go back. Are you good at pottery? I'm not bad at pottery. I'm not, you know, about to be selling no pots no time soon. But. <laughs> Jeremiah, like the Bible's pottery. Uh, your girl is terrible at pottery. Just so you, just this random fact. Amanda Seals is no good at pottery. I tried and uh, I had to just say, you know what? This Hands wasn't up. in my toolbox. But it was a good way for me to like do something um, tactile that wasn't yes. on my phone. That wasn't, that was like quiet. There you go. Quiet. Yeah. And, you know, it's this idea that you, like you said, like it's not therapy, but it's therapeutic. Nails, yes. do you have anything that you do that you feel like isn't therapy, but it's therapeutic? I actually, believe it or not, I know this might sound simple as hell. I actually just hop in my car. We got a highway that's called 270 in Columbus that I just go and I just go around. I just like to go car riding and I listen to lo-fi music and just vibe. Like I'm actually like, a, I, I like to go and sightsee. That's therapeutic to me. What's considered lo-fi music? It's a it's a type it's a type of music that really is no there's no lyrics to it. Uh, I don't even know how you explain it. It's, it's like just like chill. 
Yes, yeah, super, super chill music that you would just turn Very on with. Very distinct style. Yeah, it's really like chill, calm music. All right. Let me see if I can. I would say up. my my therapeutic things are, even sometimes it'll just be just to go outside. Like literally just to go outside and get some sun. Yeah. Uh, vitamin D. Yes, get that vitamin yeah, D. I, home, the beach. I also love to watch TV like and not think. Yes. What are your therapy what are your therapeutic things you do that aren't therapy that keep you in the mix? And I would love for you all to call us and share because when we share, like you find new things. Like yeah. I think there's probably people yeah. listening right now that are like, oh, I could take a pottery class. Or maybe if it's not pottery, go to like Color Me Mine. You know, people think about that for kids. Like, right. oh, you know, you go get paint figurine. I've been in there before with a kid and saw like a whole group of adults in there painting little figurines. Hanging out. Hanging out. Painting sip. Whatever. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know your therapeutic things that you do to keep you above the fray. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. When we come back, y'all still calling about Lil Wayne versus 50 Cent? All right now, but we gonna go to the phone lines to hear about it. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Yo, this battle is ongoing. I can't believe people still chiming in about it. I mean, it went viral, what, two weeks ago? And y'all still calling in. It's 855-AMANDA-8, 855-262-6328. We back here on the Amanda Seals Show. I am DJ Nails. That is Jeremiah Like the Bible. And that is Amanda Seals. And this Lil Wayne versus 50 Cent battle, let's go to the phone lines because y'all still telling us who you think will win. I just want to say it's a no. Lil Wayne and 50 Cent shouldn't even be in the same category. And I know a lot of 50 Cent songs and I know almost all the Wayne songs. And it's still a no. Bitch, you said it's good with producing movies or whatever stuff like that. Roasting people, being a bully. But rapping against Wayne is not someone. Whether it be freestyle, whether it be Henry, whether it be a feature, he cannot compare to Lil Wayne. The end. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Talk that talk, girl. <laughs> I don't. I don't feel like we've heard from anybody that's objective, though. Like I feel like everybody that we're hearing from is like a uh, like a Lil Wayne fanatic. She was like, yeah. I know all of Lil Wayne songs. All she of said, them. Don't compete where you don't compare. Listen, she got me together. So there's <laughs> that. I mean, the, the people have spoken. Apparently, I'm bugging and have no business uh, saying what I said according to the people. But you know what? I still stand. On my original assertion that that would be a fair comparison. Hit me up. one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. That's a versus that I would watch. All right. We got more coming up in the Amanda Seal Show. Got to shout out what's going on in Nashville. The students taking to the streets. The students taking to the halls of the state building. The students doing what many of us need to be supporting them and doing with them. And making it known that they will not allow this to go any further with the gun laws. We're not gonna take it. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this We shine. Amanda 
Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here. We have been here all day bringing you nothing but laughs and the facts. And, you know, I hope that you do like we do, which is live, laugh, and learn when you listen to this show because we are up on the highest of vibrations. Remember, you can follow me at Amanda Seals on Instagram and on YouTube. Check out all my content at Amanda Seals TV. Now, we have been talking a lot about what's been going on with the uh, the, the fallout of the Covenant school shooting that took place in Nashville last week. And we are continuing to see folks saying, nope, this is the last straw. And we're going to talk about how Tennessee is standing up. All right. So we got more for that for you. What else we got in Black Hero News? All right. We also have a very interesting safety warning that has been issued over wearing leggings on flights. And it might surprise you. It's going to hit y'all hard in Atlanta. I know it is. We also got the of the day. And if you're curious about what it's relating to, it's that little game that went down with LSU and Iowa. So stick around for that. Stay connected with us 24-7 on all socials at Seal Set It. And give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. the Amanda Seals show. I am Amanda Seals and let's get into some black hair news. What you got for me, Jeremiah? All right. So Amanda Seals, I know you love the kids. I do. So the kids in Nashville, this has been really great this um, past week. They basically rallied together and went down to the Capitol in Nashville to stand up against the gun violence that happened in the state. So, you know, last week there was a tragic shooting Mm -hmm. that took place. So a lot of kids skipped school to walk from the legislative plaza inside the Tennessee Capitol to basically Stand up against gun violence. And it was a sight to see if you haven't seen it already. Y'all, I posted a five-minute video on my page uh, where I showed, like, the students outside, the students inside. They did a sit-in. They did a sit-in, and you see the legislators, you know, talking to them. Now, of course, there was a peaceful rally that took place the other day, and they tried to say that it was an insurrection. By the way, I want to understand how folks (laughs) who are marching against gun violence are considered insurrectionists. How that work? They don't got no guns! (laughs) They don't got no guns. Uh, There was also a really frustrating scenario that took place with a number of Tennessee legislators. Uh, You know, we played folks that were talking about this last week, but this week, you know, you see Justin Jones, Justin Pearson and um, Gloria Johnson, who are all representatives, Tennessee state representatives that have been saying, listen, this cannot go down. And they took to the floor when there was a whole thoughts and prayers situation going down and disrupted what was going on in the chamber and said, no, like this isn't enough. We can't sit here and give thoughts and prayers. We need to be taking action. We need to be moving the needle on this. Well, no surprise. These old white men lawmakers in Tennessee have gone the distance to shut them down. So they first removed Gloria Johnson and uh, Justin Jones from their committees and subcommittees. So they removed them from there. Then uh, they said that they're going to do a vote to expel them from the chamber. Yikes. Because they went outside and were with the people when they were at the Capitol. Now, I will say that apparently Tennessee Constitution says that you cannot remove an elected official, like just like that. I mean, these people are speaking for their constituency. Right. And the constituency is there speaking on their own behalf. So it's not like we're just making this up. We are here with these people. And listen, Justin Jones is the representative for Nashville. 
So it's even more interpersonal. So I think it's uh, really incredible, though, to see these lawmakers doing what we need to see them doing, which is being loud, standing their ground and all these kids getting in good trouble. Never forget that comes from, of course, John Lewis, the great John Lewis, civil rights uh, leader. And John Lewis started as a kid in the streets, too. Fisk University, the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, SNCC, John Lewis, Diane Nash, they was out in the streets in Nashville and said, you know what, we are not going to take this Jim Crow laws anymore. And that is when your man's Martin Luther King said, okay, let's turn it up. (laughs) But it was really the kids who started it, y'all. It was it was the kids who started it, who jumped it off. And then Martin Luther King came through and was like, what y'all doing over here? Let me let me get in the mix and let me get this going. So I'm really proud to see these kids out here. And I'm really proud of their parents. Uh, I don't know if they're all got permission from their parents, but I I hope (laughs) (laughs) sign permission slip to go. I'm just saying, like, you know, whether they whether their parents are allowing them there or whether they're defying their parents by going there. We all understand that this is what it's going to take. This is what it's going to take because there's no, these people feel invincible, y'all. They do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is very given much the Birmingham Children's March when the kids jumped out the windows to leave schools to go like fight against segregation in the South. So I love to see it. Boom. We love to see it. And shout out to these lawmakers, Justin Jones, Justin Pearson, Gloria Johnson, uh, for, for standing their ground and, you know, putting their careers on the line because this is exactly what their careers are for. And look, if, if they ain't moved George Santos up there in D.C. from his position, they, they, can't, they can't move you. So keep speaking up and speaking loud for your constituents. That's what I'm talking about. Hit me up, all my Tennessee folks, if you're listening. Let me know what you got going on over there. one 855 8 Were you in the streets? Are we missing anything? Are we telling with the tale of what's going on out there correctly? Let me know. Add your, your voice to the story. one 855 8 That's one 855 This next story I know is going to hit home for a lot of you. It's going to hit home for a lot of you. <laughs> if you wear leggings when you're flying, uh, I got to tell you, you may want to stop. I know a lot of y'all just just hit a pothole in your heart when I said that. Keep it locked to find out why. It's next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all, we got to get into some hard-hitting news right here. We got to let the people know this right here, it came down the pike. We could not not let y'all know about this one because so many of y'all will be affected by this. The people will be affected by this one Let's get into it. Jeremiah, what what do we need to know? Well, apparently they're saying that, you know, plant experts are issuing safety warnings over wearing leggings on flight. <gasps> I know. They said they're obviously a comfy choice of clothing for a long flight. But next time you're headed to a, on a break somewhere, you should think twice about wearing leggings, y'all. So according to one aviation expert, they are one of the most dangerous things a passenger <laughs> can wear in emergency, when emergency occurs on board. Um, basically they released a statement saying that um, leggings have, could prove fatal or at least leave you with terrible scars if the plane you're traveling on crashes or has but a fire why? But why? <laughs> but why? Why? <laughs> because you might have to escape through the cabin fire and there could be a separate fire on the ground once you leave the aircraft and everyone wearing yoga pants on the plane. But why? What is it, spe- what is it about yoga pants that's so dangerous? So apparently they have um, artificial fibers inside of the um, inside uh... of the leggings. And they'll burn and stick to you if there's a fire. Oh, I was like, this feels so specific and not specific at all. Ain't that crazy? I was I feeling mean, the turn. They attack any leggings? But, like, you know. I'm like, damn, damn. I like seeing leggings in the airport. <laughs> I mean, I literally have a whole album called Spandex Rhymes and Soul. 
Uh, <laughs> leggings are a huge part of my wardrobe. They before I transitioned to tracksuits, I was wearing leggings for every comedy performance. Like I have a very extensive and deep collection of leggings. The thing about it though, and this is why I wanted to tell this talk, talk about this story, is that y'all are out here and leggings have you in a chokehold. Okay. By the throat. By the jugular. In Atlanta airport, it is... Now, hold on, now, hold on, now, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) The leggings game in Atlanta airport is bonkers. And I know y'all aren't that comfortable. Let's just keep it a bug. Leggings are not comfortable. Like not? Not like that for a plane. Not like that because y'all are wearing the high-waisted legging. I know your gut is like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, even Atlanta airport, you might meet your future baller husband or something. See, that's what I know is happening because y'all are wearing the leggings that have like a booty bump in it. (laughs) Like it has like, it's cut so that it makes the booty pop up. I'm like, okay, I see what's happening. You never know. It's the international airport. You never know who you go see. So it might be worth risking your life for it. (laughs) A man or losing your legs in a fire. You know, who knows? I mean, maybe if you're on fire, then said man will be like, oh, my God, I have to save her. And now it's a passenger 57 situation. And Wesley Science is carrying you off the plane. And that wouldn't have happened if you had on a tracksuit like me. (laughs) I mean, Ariel and the Little Mermaid gave her legs for a man. So (laughs) crazy things have happened. Y'all, I just want to let y'all know this. So next time that you fly. Be careful what you decide to wear. I mean, I'm already on y'all about the crop tops in the air because I just don't understand it. But this one right here is an actual safety warning. So listen, (laughs) before wait before they come for me, like, what's wrong with crop tops? You're not cold. I'm not talking about like showing your body. I'm just like, you're not cold. It's freezing in here. Very cold. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. But you know what? Be safe out there. That booty gonna pop. But make sure you know how to stop, drop, and roll. But uh, we got the big up let down when we get back. Hit me up, one 855 That's 1-855-262-6328. Don't go anywhere. Big up, big up. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, we're about to check on out of here, man. We're about to check on out of here. I hope everybody had a great day with us. A uh, lot of information sharing went down today. A lot of information as well as a lot of jokes because you know we love a good time. It's your girl Amanda Seal signing off right here from the Amanda Seal Show. Jeremiah, tell me about some of the topics we talked about today. We talked about a lot. We talked about um, Ron DeSatan, as you have to call him. Yes. His, <laughs> his new gun laws. We talked yes. about the heroic children down in Nashville standing up against, you know, gun violence. And we also talked about the leggings on the plane. Yes, the leggings. We also, you know what? We talked about the thug, the young thug trial, sending a potential juror to jail to the clink. Three days. Three days. Was it worth it? And Donald Trump says that his mugshot is going to be the best mugshot of all time. We got to tell y'all, we got to remind y'all about some of the best mugshots of all time because I don't think he's going to top it. Hit me up, 1-855-262-6328. 1-855-262-6328. What do we got coming up on Wednesday's show? Coming up on Wednesday's show. We'll have all your black written news, plus the big up let down. And an Ohio high school raffles off an AR-15 to raise money for track equipment. Damn, it's in my state. That's coming up on tomorrow's show. I hate everybody. <laughs> Between Miami and Ohio, bro, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Florida and Ohio, you batting, you, you batting oh, zero, Brad. Yeah, for real. You batting zero. 
If you missed any part of the show, remember to check out the latest Amanda Seal Show podcast episode available wherever you get your podcast. You can also check out the latest episode of my other podcast, Small Doses, wherever you get your podcast. Tomorrow's Wednesday, which means we'll be, pre- we'll be premiering a new episode, and it is uh, featuring Melanie Fiona, Side Effects of Integrity. Yes. And you know, Melanie Fiona is an R&B staple, and she talks a lot about what it meant to keep her integrity in the music business, which we know is not something many people can manage to do. (laughs) All right. So make sure to check that out wherever you get your podcast tomorrow. We'll be here tomorrow as well. So stay connected with us on social media at Seal Said It and check in with us tomorrow. I am Amanda Seals. Shout out to Jeremiah with the Bible, DJ Nails. We are signing off and I will tell you all, like I tell you every day, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Actually, in saying that, remember to get your tickets to Smart, Funny, and Black at the Novo in Los Angeles, May 18th. It's going down and you don't want to be Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up.